Yes, I, I, I literally like heard the voice in my spirit. It was like, if you die right now, do you know if you're going to heaven or hell? And it made me reanalyze my whole life, like what I've been doing up until that point. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. And do you know that we have an exciting new app right now? If you like to read Charisma Magazine, you can also listen to it. I don't know if you like to listen to audiobooks, um, but I do sometimes. And I also like to read in print. But now you can download the app for Charisma Magazine to your phone, mobile device, or computer. All you have to do is go to charismamediaaudio.com. You'll want to try it out, charismamediaaudio.com, where you can listen in the spirit. Well, today on Charisma Connection, we are privileged to have Darius Gover with us. He's from Jesus Inside Prison Ministry in Indianapolis. Jesus Inside is run by William and Juanita Bumpus, and we've had William here on the show before. And Darius has uh, quite a testimony he's going to share with us today. And Darius, we welcome you to Charisma Connection. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you here to uh, share your testimony and what God is doing in your life. Could you tell us, first of all, how you got saved? Uh, I got saved while I was in prison. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was a certain type of uh, dorm that was called the Plus Program, which was a faith-based pr- uh, program dorm. Hmm. And I ended up signing up for that program just so I can uh, have something to submit back to the courtrooms to show that I'm trying to uh, make my life better and make changes in my life. And when I went to the dorm, God ended up putting me around some real man of God that was demonstrating how to be a Christian in a way that I've never seen. Uh, for me, I always tell people, for me, I never knew nothing about uh, certain scriptures in the Bible, like Romans 12, 2, which says, be not conformed to this world, be you transformed by renewing of your mind. Uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty one is death and life is in the power of the tongue. I never knew nothing about those scriptures. So when I think how these brothers was demonstrating uh, that you need to live by the word of God as opposed to just only hearing the word of God, and how the Word of God can really change your life. It really revolutionized my way of thinking of what a Christian should be. Excellent. Well, there's a lot of people who who think about Christianity as just being kind of cultural. You know, we go to church, and we don't really read the Bible, and we don't really let it Mm -hmm. change our life. So, I mean, what kind of a family situation did you come out of? Uh, family-wise, uh, I think my mother, she's delivered now, but she, she was on drugs and, and stuff like that. Uncles, they was on drugs and, and just, that was just the environment I was around. Uh, I grew up mm. in the streets, uh, where it was, uh, gang banging, hustling, robbing. I was part of a certain type of gang organization and, and things as such. So that, that's just, that was my reality of, of what life is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was this in Indianapolis, where Jesus Inside is located? Uh, originally, I'm from uh, Malvern, Illinois. Then I uh, moved to Milwaukee when I was about four years old. And I grew up in Milwaukee all the time, I was about 15. And then at the age of 15, that's when we moved to Indianapolis. And like I so said, I originally moved to Indianapolis to, to change my life over, to get out the streets. But when I moved to Indianapolis, I ended up, uh, like a lot of teenagers, button heads with their parents and stuff like that. So I ended up uh, moving out and being homeless on the street, sleeping in abandoned cars and uh, abandoned apartment buildings and things. So 
from there, I just say, you know, I just need to take control of my own life and do it my way, the best way I know how, which was doing what, what young kids did in the streets, which is hustling and robbing and game banging and stuff. And around 2004 is when I ended up getting a drug charge, the highest drug charge you can catch in Indianapolis, which they had Class A felonies. And that's when I was sentenced to 14 years in the Department of Correction. Mm. So that must have been quite a revelation, 14 years. Yes. Yes. What What were you thinking about when you got that sentence? I was just thinking, like, man, I'm number 20 years old. I just turned, I, I, well, I just turned 21. I'm like, man, my whole life is basically gone almost. You know, 14 years to a 21-year-old, it seems like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I ended up doing five years on the 14 years. I tell people all the time, uh, the the first three years, uh, I mean, the first two years of my sentence, I had the same mindset is that, okay, when I get out this time, I'm not going to sell these type of drugs. I'm only going to sell these type of drugs. <laughs> but I had to realize what, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had to realize with that mindset, I was already on my way back to prison before I even got out. Right. And for, for me, I didn't want to leave prison the same way that I came in. So I did like a lot of other people do. They start getting into educational programs, end up getting to my GED, uh, end up going to college while I was in there and stuff like that. But some of them was like, that still ain't enough to sustain me for when I get out because my mentality still didn't change. Mm-hmm. And that's really common, isn't it? Yes. Yes, you need a heart. heart. For me, you need a heart change. Yes, yes. So how did Jesus really get a hold of your life? Well, well while I was in a certain, the dorm that I was in called the PLUS program, uh, I used to always, you know, in there you always watch the news while you're in prison because you think you're keeping up on what's going on out in the world. Mm-hmm. And we used to have, and the, and the program used to have these mandatory seven o'clock Bible studies in the morning. I used, I ain't even really want to be at the Bible studies. I'm coming to the Bible studies seven fifteen, seven ten, and, and and what happens is we in these Bible studies and we used to get into some some good conversations surrounding the Word about life. And I always call God El Sneakyo because that's when He was like <laughs> getting the Word in me, and I didn't even know. <laughs> and I'm constantly watching the news. <laughs> And, and I'm seeing people who I'm close with in prison, they getting out in the first three or four months get killed. Mm. And I remember watching the news, and it was like, and I remember uh, hearing the Spirit speak to me, say, if you die right now, do you know if you're going to heaven or hell? And it, and it scared me. Like I was like, wow, because it made me think about all the times I was close to death and times I should have been dead and stuff like that. And, and I remember going back to my bunk after one of those Bible studies uh, in the morning, and I remember hitting my knees. And I remember asking Jesus Christ to come into my heart. And and I tell people all the time, I was real with God. I said, look, God, all I know how to do is hustle, rob, and sell drugs. What do I do from here? How do I make a living from here? And I remember from the examples I've seen from the other brothers, and I just started in the book of Matthew, and I just started reading. And I became a word study. I got me a Webster's Dictionary, and I started looking up every word. And when I got to Matthew 6, 33, that's the scripture that really all the way changed my life which says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And, and from there, I just, from there, I just, that's what made me make the change and just say, I'm going all the way with God. That makes a good life verse, doesn't it? Yes. That's, I, feel like, I feel like that sums up the Bible almost. <laughs> mm. Well, it certainly sums up the direction of our lives, you know. Yes. So, so it was really like the Holy Spirit actually 
spoke to you or you just yes. felt, felt within your heart that, you know, you just had to make a decision in that moment? Yes, I, I, I literally, like, heard the voice in my spirit. It was like, if you die right now, do you know if you're going to heaven or hell? Wow. And it made me reanalyze my whole life, like, what I've been doing up until that point. Hmm. <laughs> wow. And it and it's so, like I got to change. So was it um, Jesus House that you were a part of? Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, okay. Pastor Bumpus, he Pastor Bumpus, he was coming into that same prison I was in, and, I, and so from there I knew I had to start getting getting disciples, and I started going to uh, I just I started going to every Bible study and church service, no matter the denomination, whatever. It was, I would just start I started being hungry for the Word of God and more of God and stuff, and I started going to his Bible studies, and I remember he used to always talk about the Jesus House every time he came in every month, and. And I just remember I was studying my word one day, and, and, and God was like, hey, you need, when you get out, you need to push yourself around other like-minded individuals that share the same faith as you. And at the same time, he like, he signed up for the Jesus house. And I remember going to sign up for the Jesus house and and, 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 and receive my acceptance letter from there. And it was like a, it was like a waiting game for me because I knew I was getting out soon. It was like, I can't wait to get out and go to the Jesus house. And, once I got out in 2000, oh, 2009, I was released from prison uh, after doing five years. And, uh, Jesus House was everything Pastor said was. If a person is serious about the Word of God and serious about the things of God, uh, you would love the Jesus House because it's set up for a Christian brother to uh, excel and be successful and complete parole or probation successfully. And I understand that they can house up to 50 men at the Jesus House, and, and you can just keep on living there as long as you need to. Yes, it's set up to help you in whatever endeavors that you, you're trying to do, especially for God. Mm-hmm. And for me, it helped me a whole lot because, like I so said, when I got out, I got out in the height of the recession when they said, hey, there's people that's never been to prison or jail, and they can't find jobs, and everybody losing jobs and stuff. And in the midst of all that, God ended up blessing me with the job I've been on now for uh, 10 years, which is uh, I work for Willow Mission Ministries, which is a homeless shelter uh, here in Indianapolis. And I've been there now 10 years. I've been promoted uh, five times uh, on the job. And, and mm-hmm. God just been blessing me on the job. And, and it's been such a blessing working there. I've uh, been there to deal with the what would you call the people that's often sometimes forgotten uh, in the world, uh, which yes. is the homeless community. And I need extra love. <laughs> yes, and you've had that experience in your own life, so you could relate to yes. them. Yes. So I understand yes. the the motto for Jesus Inside Prison Ministry is preparing men for a successful future. Do you feel like you have a successful future ahead of you? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, like I said, since been at Jesus House, I've been able to get discipled and uh, and and learn how to live by the Word of God, learn how to believe God at His Word, and allow God to operate in my life. And from there, like I said, God blessed me with the job. Uh, I've been able to travel all over the, uh, the nation as well as to Africa a few times with pastor, uh, mm-hmm. ministering prisons all over. Uh, I also go into neighborhoods and with, with me and some other brothers and sisters, and we just set up our, our sound equipment, and we just we do Christian hip-hop as well. All and right. we just uh, give back so to the So are you a rapper? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Yes, oh, ma'am. All right, cool. Well, yes, you're just multi-talented, 
I'll glory to God. There you go. There you go. So how can people pray for you and support you and other prisoners who are seeking to have a better life in the future? Uh, just pray that, uh, for one, for me personally, uh, God just continue to uh, bless my marriage as he has, continue to bless the uh, ministry that uh, my wife and I have, and, and that we continue to uh, excel in things, God, that we continue to be a blessing to others. And, and that God continue to uh, provide for ones who have a heart to uh, go back into the prisons and, uh, and minister to the men and women that have not heard Jesus and as well as one who have heard Jesus, that we continue to be able to, uh, successfully minister to them as well. Mm-hmm. And that God continue to bless the uh, body of Christ, man, that we continue to do the great works that, that he is uh, using us to do it down here in this earth. Yes. Uh, Darius, would you like to pray for our listeners? Yes, ma'am. Oh, please go ahead. Heavenly Father, we just come humbly and bold to your throne and grace. We just thank you for your word. It says where two or three are gathered together in your name, Darius, in the midst so we just thank you, Jesus, for just being in the midst of our lives and having your hand upon our lives and, and blessing our lives. Jesus. You know the situation that a lot of us are dealing with right now, whether it's hurt or pain or sickness, disease, Jesus. But we pray that you are working all that out right now. Actually, we believe that you have worked everything out right now in our favor, Jesus. So we just thank you that you continue to bless and that you continue to provide for us. You just continue to just uh, mend broken hearts and, and continue to just uh, keep a hedge of protection around all of us, Jesus. We thank you for uh, Charisma Magazine and uh, and everything that you're doing through Charisma Magazine that you continue to uh, meet all the needs of Charisma Magazine, Jesus. And we just thank you for just being the great guy that you are. And we continue to give you all the praise and the glory. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we appreciate that, Darius. And the website for Jesus Inside Prison Ministry is jipm.org. We want people to go there and see what uh, William and Juanita Bumpus are up to as they run the Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, and that's jipm.org. It sounds like it has really made an impact in your life, Darius, and so we appreciate your being here with us today to share your story. Thank you as well. It's truly a blessing. Well, we've been speaking with Darius Gover, who has come through the Jesus Inside Prison Ministry and is still ministering to the homeless and people around the world today. And this concludes our series, From Crime to Christ. We hope you'll go back and listen to the other two episodes that we had, one with Pastor William Bumpus and also with Kevin King, who's a current client in Jesus House. I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit on Charisma Connection. And don't forget to go to charismamediaaudio.com and listen in the spirit. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.